0: hey what's up do you like sex love and astrology i do you're in the right place let's dig in let's go hello everyone and welcome to astromantics the podcast where we look at astrology charts and talk about sex and intimacy and whatever the fuck we see when we're looking at a chart, and today we have Carol Lily with us. Woo! Yeah. Hi! Hi! <laughs> oh my gosh! And y'all can't see it, but she's wearing like this. It's like a like a nude pink, very fluffy like sweater coat thing. It's amazing, <laughs> and velvet pants. Velvet pants. Yeah. Yes, you can't see it, but it's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. <laughs> um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna show you the screen. We're gonna talk about the chart. Excited. Yeah, let's do this. So this is you <laughs> in astrology. Awesome, right? Ooh. <laughs> Hello. Um, so the thing that I was talking about, the eccentric part, is moon in a sextile that's this short little green line here to your uranus of your first house so uranus is unconventional is i like to shock and surprise you when i show up into a room almost right it's like the
1: unexpected
0: yes right Mm -hmm. and it's not necessarily to be seen value it's more of a this is who i naturally am right it's less about putting on a show or production and more about This is me, right?
2: Mm, Oh, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. yeah, I
0: feel that. Oh, I love it. And then Mm
1: -hmm. deep-rooted rebellion would be in there too. Yes. Right? Yes. As a form of (laughs) (laughs) self-expression. Oh, I'm very rebellious,
0: yes. (laughs) Yes, it's a part of your makeup. It's a part of who you are. It it also means... That so it makes a natural contrarian as well, right? It makes a natural rebel.
2: Mm. Right? Mm-hmm. And yeah,
0: it makes a, a natural like um yes and yes. Devil's and, advocate, right? Yes. Like a... yeah.
2: Oh, yes, very much so. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so do you know very much about astrology? Know very much about yourself at all?
2: Um, I mean basic, pretty basic stuff. Yeah, yeah. 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 Right. Nothing too in depth, but Mm-hmm. I definitely relate with my sun and my moon and my rising. Um,
0: yes.
2: yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Right. So. We have that sun in Gemini, zero degrees. So it was like, you were, you like tagged Gemini as you were going in.
2: <laughs> right. I slipped right in there.
0: You're like, I'm oh, yeah. on there.
2: Hanging out in
1: my doorway.
0: <laughs> yes. Right. So, uh, Gemini loves to be curious. Gemini likes to be sort of everywhere. Gemini, the sign of the twins. I, um, it, it meant in ancient astrology, the sign of the double bodied. So it means you can almost hold dual realities at the same time in some ways. Right.
2: Yes. Oh, for sure. Yes. For sure.
0: (laughs) It means you like to change the story, right? Like, so story is a thing you love story.
2: Yep, 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 yep. I've been a writer my whole life, so oh, I love writing stories. <laughs>
0: interesting.
2: Uh huh. Uh-huh.
0: That is super rad. Yeah, because we have Mercury in your day to day routines. Do you write romance novels or like?
2: I do. Sexy I write things. Erotica.
0: <laughs> you write erotica. Yeah, awesome. I was going to say because something that I looked noticed about your Mercury mm-hmm. um, when I was looking at it earlier. Um. So your Mercury is in Taurus with your Venus Mm -hmm. here, right? Yeah. Uh, Venus is said to be in her domicile in Taurus, right? That means she loves to throw events, right? Mm -hmm. She likes to throw ambiance up there, right? She likes to set the stage. Yeah, do you resonate with that?
2: Oh, for sure, for sure, Mm -hmm. for sure,
0: yeah. (laughs) Yes. Yes, yes. She likes, there is a, a sense of tradition here, even though you are a very non-traditional person, there is a sense of um, traditional romance in some way here, right? Some sort of like um, non-changing, almost, you know, like ever-loving. Does that make sense?
2: Oh, that's that I'm really curious about that because I feel pretty like untraditional in like my relationships and that's real. It's like everything
0: yeah. about you is non-traditional and yet you have this Venus yeah. who likes traditional setting, traditional romance in a way, traditional almost attraction, right? Because Taurus and Venus. Um right. it's it also screams sex on a farm a little bit. <laughs> sex in the outdoors, (laughs) sex in a garden it's Mm -hmm. a wine dine me attraction right Mm -hmm. it is a uh, slow
2: burn right like a build up mm -hmm.
0: Uh,
2: slow burn for sure right
0: to build that tension right
2: mm -hmm. oh for Uh, sure
0: yeah so uh, but venus likes to connect people here in taurus too right
1: Mm -hmm. okay
0: she likes to throw events maybe even to see people come together venus i every venus and taurus i know loves parties mm. and likes events likes to throw events likes to mm. set the stage for something attractive to happen
2: mm. yes yeah. yes that resonates a lot too i do um i do a lot of like uh couples coaching work mm. and I'm stepping into doing couples workshops, nice. and so the ambiance is like really important to me. So I yes. literally feel like my workshops are like a stage of art. Oh yes, I help, I help people like come together and like, you know, find intimacy and find connection and find partners.
0: Oh my God, I love it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that is perfect. Evan's house, First yeah, the house
0: is lit. I oh, know, right? Because your yeah. son's
1: peeping in there, so then that's like. So seventh house is other, right? And then Gemini is very like knowledgeable, mental energy. So like helping people with other seems really on brand. And then your North nodes here that makes it karmic what you're doing, right? Like studying relationships, working in relationships with couples, right? right. Um, that's a that's a meant to be. That's a calling.
2: Yeah, you know? yeah. It very much feels like a calling. Yeah. Totally, totally. And then
1: Gemini is duo too, so there's even like a couple things there, right? Seventh house of other, and then Gemini is, uh, twins, right? So, mm-hmm. working with more than one person, it just makes a lot of sense, right? Yeah. But then you have your south node, which is also very karmic, but often, um, it represents like past lives too. Mm-hmm. But it's in your first house, and it's next to that Uranus. Mm-hmm. Right? So I just wonder, like, how past lives show up as a form of self, Mm -hmm. right? Something in your first house of identity here. Mm -hmm. Maybe that's, it's in Sagittarius, so that's a lot of fun, Mm -hmm. right? So maybe that's bringing in, like, a sense of humor or fun or something in from past lives. And -hmm. then you have Uranus, so it would be unexpected, however it comes in, just kind of like.
0: Yeah it also be bringing breakthroughs from past life. So it's almost like you've had breakthroughs maybe in these areas that right. you're bringing now into this world, if you will.
2: Mm.
0: Yeah. Wow. I yeah. know, right?
2: Yeah. I get a lot of people who tell me that I'm very like, um, like I have kind of like a childlike energy and yeah. I, I definitely bring a lot of like giggles and play and. You know, I have a deep and, you know, I have a deep side too, but it's like a lot of people when they first meet me, kind of see my playful little kid side.
0: Right. Gemini. Gemini is youthful
2: uh, and yeah.
0: childlike. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Gemini moons. I know love Disney. <laughs> These are like anime, right? Like, oh, cartoons, yeah, yeah,
2: you know. Oh, for sure. Yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: Gemini. Gemini but- loved it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Which makes sense, right? So that that uh, kid like stuff, your wounds are in Gemini, right? So like right. it tells us where we're wounded and how we heal. Mm-hmm. So leaning into that youthful, fun anime or Disney mm-hmm. or you know, like youthful, fun things mm-hmm. okay. um are healing, right as is any of these kind of work that you're doing with other right or relationships. It's also healing for you. Right. And um, it's cool that your sun's here because it's kind of shining right, on the right. whole thing, like bringing light and vitality to it all. Mm, mm, yeah. Love that.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: But how interesting is this shadow side here? So, like, your sixth house of day to day life is Taurus. Right. right? So, that's um, that putting on a party kind of thing, setting a stage that Lisa's talking mm-hmm. about. That's a day to day life thing. So, mm-hmm. Venus in your day to day life right love Mm -hmm. helping people with love that makes Mm -hmm. sense right communicating mercury's Mm -hmm. here right um however across from this right so this would be our day-to-day life we can think of this as almost like our consciousness Mm -hmm. right unconsciousness would be 12th house that's where spirituality is that's Mm -hmm. where kind of like what comes next ethereal next life um you know like kind of ascending vibe as the 12th house in that is often the place where we can't really see ourselves mm-hmm. very well right it's kind of a foggy yeah natured place um and you have both malefics here you have saturn and you have mars and they're both retrograde mm-hmm. right so almost kind of a literal shadow to all of this light mm-hmm. right so you have the sixth house venus happy to be here taurus so like taurusian goddess day to day spreading love and talking about it and then on the other side in scorpio no less right Mm. um there is more a little bit harder planets here right like a little bit um and this is it's interesting because it's not something you might be fully aware of but it definitely would maybe be more inward Mm -hmm. than outward right because of the retrogrades for these guys so Mm -hmm. spirit maybe you're hard on yourself around spirituality um or um i don't know oh i guess 12th house can sometimes be like escapism Mm -hmm. right so there could be an element where you tell yourself it's bad but it's actually kind of built in here right um mm-hmm. saturn brings an element of like shoulda woulda coulda and that might be hard for you to fully notice because it's in the 12th house right but because your saturn life's purpose is in scorpio mm-hmm. it's actually good when you lean into the scorpio themes right so like depth loyalty investigation maybe some of that escapism because we're in the 12th house of Pisces right Mm, yeah Mm -hmm. but it's
2: yeah let me know how does that feel I I love I love the shadows yes (laughs) I've you know Mm -hmm. um, I love walking in the shadows and I've done um a lot of work around shadow work and um Yeah, like one of like one of the goddesses I work with, like one of the first goddesses that ever came to me was Lilith. Yeah. And then Kali. And so it was like, you know, the Venetian goddess didn't come to me till like much later. It was like, we got to we kind of got to go down to hell first before. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Right. And like make friends with the darkness and the shadow. Right. Uh,
1: Kind of be happy there a little bit.
2: Right. Not
1: not hate it. Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah.
2: I mm-hmm. I feel very at home there. I also practice witchcraft and yes. You know, which I feel mm-hmm. like is deep and dark and spiritual and
0: uh, me too. You can see in my background here I have an altar. Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Shadows.
2: Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's perfect. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, altars everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Certainly. Okay. Yeah.
1: So it sounds like you are in touch with this, which is really cool, right? Mm-hmm. I, mean, I, I often qu- talk to people oh, who don't know what this yeah. feels like. Go ahead, Lacey. Yeah.
0: Well, I was thinking, did you grow up an only child or feeling lonely at all or having oh, to? Of yeah, because you have a moon and this moon is in square to this shadow side, which squares are something we feel deeply and we have to deal with. And then a moon in the third house in the sign of Aquarius usually means only child
2: or experienced a lot of loneliness with the, and you did? I did. Yeah. yeah. I'm not an only child. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I always had this sense of like, not being understood. And right. uh, you know, I had a lot of alone time like as a kid. Right. Um, but I also had I was in a lot of nature and I would just kind of like go out and, and talk to the Talk to the wildlife and like write <laughs> write my soul out on you know paper. <laughs> oh, I love but it. Definitely felt very like alone and mm. um, yeah 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 yeah. Gosh,
0: goddesses! I got to add back in uh, Black Moon Lilith. I I take out things sometimes on a chart so that people can see more clearly because if I put everything in there that I want, then it's like it's like too. It can much. get really
1: overwhelming. Yeah, so many symbols.
0: But I kind of want to know where those are now, but. even more lines I know right I wonder Mm -hmm. yeah I'm gonna add in some points here I'm gonna try and move this though uh but yeah that's so Mars here as Venus is in her domicile here Mm. Mars is in its domicile here which means they're at home here Mm. they live here Mars in Scorpio makes you a very ambitious person. It also makes you a person capable of waiting for the right moment. And then you strike, right? Mm -hmm. You're reading people and their energy all the time. And then when you see that opening, right? Mm -hmm. Then you can pull out the poison. Other people who I know have Mars in Scorpio, they call it pulling out a poison. People who are sexually aware of themselves and yeah. in particular divine women yeah have this pull out poison a pleasure dom is another woman who we interviewed on here and she has this too
2: yeah. yeah yeah
0: so she would say she described it as that she's like i can see a poison in people and then i can draw it out is the way she described it
2: mm-hmm. yeah oh yeah yeah i totally relate to that yeah <laughs> and like waiting, waiting for the right moment.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Like I can, I can see it. I can see it, and then it's like, okay, now, now is the time to go in. And...
0: Right. And yeah. Mars about it. Yeah, Mars mm. is how we pursue sex. Mm. Right. It's how mm. we want to be pursued in sex. It is our vitality, what makes us feel alive, and what makes us feel healthy. Right. And so part of what makes you feel alive and healthy and vital is two things. Cause that Saturn is really close to that. So building a stable taboo relationship
2: <laughs> is like, oh, yes, <laughs> I love the taboos. That's, yeah. that's
1: my whole you, thing. You should, you <laughs> know, yeah. like that's a, that's a directive in your chart. I know. So go deeper. Here. Mm-hmm.
0: mm-hmm. Okay, this one here. Ooh. Well, let's just add other stuff then while we're here. Yeah, Siri. I took out all the goddesses. I'm going to add them back in though. Ooh, yes. Since you mentioned that. Okay. So I think those are the goddesses that this has. All right. Lacey's there we go.
1: petitioned for more. I have.
0: I write to Luna <laughs> and I call. I need all the asteroids. Thank you so much. Right. <laughs> yes. I need more. <laughs> To go to other places right now to get those but mm-hmm. i have a lot of virgo so details i'm joy them
2: love i love it uh
0: but yes, yeah, so it made me want to look up where where your black moon lilith was
2: right we
0: have Siri here oh black moon lilith and pisces and palace so strategies around um being with wise strategies around um feeling like an outcast Mm -hmm. what uh black moon lilith represents in a chart it it is um a place where we can feel alone too right it's we can feel like we're excommunicated for our sexuality so fourth house has to do with roots family home and foundations Mm -hmm. in the sign of pisces it can mean that um you grew up in a somewhat spiritual place or your parents were aware of something else, right? Something else being out there.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, And then, yeah, black women, did you grow up in a sort of?
2: I did. Yeah. I grew up in a like very Christian. Me too. Christian, but like a, like non-denominational kind of like Pentecostal.
0: Oh yeah. Me too
2: the crazy the crazy christian
0: yeah speaking in tongues and all that shit speaking in tongues yeah totally yeah (laughs) me
2: too baby right and i've been on a whole journey of like leaving that behind and then coming to my own like spirituality it's
0: yeah 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 same here it's like i the more i knew about like unconditional love or the more i pursued sort of the uh, what they say Jesus is right which is supposed to be like unconditional love right, right Jesus right. hung out with the prostitutes and hung out with the drunkards or right? he hung out with the sinners right? right and I'm like then shouldn't church be full of them I don't get it <laughs> right? exactly I don't get this <laughs> and then you're like yes be unconditionally loving but we hate people and you're all what that doesn't make any that sense
2: no sense it doesn't make any sense
0: None. So I did something similar where the more I pursued unconditional love and understanding, how how demeaning Christianity at large is to women, the problem
2: with me. Yes. Oh yeah.
0: Yeah. And then also kind of understanding goddesses. My daughter actually, she's the one who got me into witchcraft. Yeah. <laughs> she's the one who introduced it to me, and I was like, "Oh, okay, okay." And then <laughs> yes. yeah.
1: Yes. Oh, that's great.
0: Yes. Um, Kaylee, who's a Gemini rising. She is. She's a Gemini rising, and you have a Gemini sun. Yeah.
1: She's an Aquarius sun. You're an Aquarius moon.
0: That's right.
1: So, some similarities. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Yeah. I'm also an Aquarius moon. This lends to what we were talking about earlier in Mm -hmm. your first house of rebellion. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right? Makes it more than just a physical rebellion, it's a mental, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. But why? why is the system like that right like and more intellectualizing of feelings potentially than feeling of feelings oh for sure yeah logic them out feels really comfortable Mm
2: -hmm.
1: versus like
2: yeah that's been my whole journey the last decade um and is now what I'm teaching is uh like embodiment and expression um because I started, because I, I feel like intellectualizing my feelings has mm-hmm. been very natural for me. And then I didn't realize until, you know, 10 years ago that I actually had a body and I could feel things, mm-hmm. <laughs> and like actually just express things without creating story or, um, yeah, yeah, or intellectualizing. And so I've done a whole flip and now I'm, now I'm helping other people express and embody and like move emotions through and create art from our, from our expression and right uh, from our, yeah, from our sacral and our sexuality. And, um, yeah, so it's been, that's what I love helping people with now because I've been on a whole journey with it. <laughs>
1: right. How beautiful is that? Because it's in the third house of communication, too. Expression, right. communication, right? Putting words to it. Mm-hmm. Um, But then you have Eros in the first house, too. Ooh. Right? So then also that um, embodiment that you were talking about, right? Feeling it. Eros is desire, mm-hmm. right? So, like, helping people and, like, being in that romance. Yep. Right? There's an embodiment there but it's in a fun way. I right? think Sagittarius usually likes to laugh and have fun. It's still a philosopher, yeah. right? It's still somebody that kind of studies, mm-hmm. which goes good with this investigative Scorpio mm-hmm. uh, situation here. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, and then, but Eros in the first house, I think also um, really value like sex and intimacy. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes get shamed for it being such a big part of who they are. For, sure, for mm-hmm.
2: sure. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Exactly.
2: Oh yeah. I mean, my history in the you know growing up in a culty mm-hmm. Christian house was you know sex wasn't even like talked about. No. Mm-hmm.
0: It was repressed. That twelve <laughs> totally repressed. Were...
2: Mm-hmm. So I didn't even like. I didn't have my first orgasm until I was twenty five, twenty six. Me too. Same thing. Like, yeah, I just like, I didn't even, it just wasn't a topic of conversation. And I was like in a bubble enough that, you know, sex just wasn't, I didn't even know what it was until much later in life. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I was like, you know, the the message was, you know, it's something natural, you know, if you, if you, you know, get married to some guy, some heteronormative, yeah. become a wife. Um uh-huh. You know, you will magically know how to have sex and be great and fulfilling and God will honor it. (laughs) Right. Uh,
0: (laughs) That's part of what brought me out of Christianity is because that didn't happen. My husband and I were both virgins when we got married. We, our first kiss ever was when the pastor says, you are now man and wife. So in front of, that was our first kiss ever. And so you're supposed, you, I did everything fucking right. So you're supposed to be right. That's supposed to mean. And then I would hear other people in church, other gals in church talking about the great sex they had and they weren't married. They weren't doing anything right. I'm judgy as fuck about it. Right. Like what the, you know, like, so those were some early links. Sex was the early link in the chain for me to be like, oh, um, I think this is not right. Right. You know?
2: Um. Yeah, Yeah. totally. Yeah. And then I was like, I know there's a whole big world out there of like different types of sex and like, like multiple lovers and like, yes. And then I was like, why, why also can't I learn? Like, why is there not education around like how to have good sex? Like, like natural thing is like not working. I think I would much rather just study it yeah, like, pra- like in practice, and it's totally worked. My sex is way way better.
0: <laughs> yes, in here, especially in body witchcraft, something about that helping me to tap into my divine goddess. Yeah, and something about that was really empowering to be right. like, oh shit, right,
2: right, that like you, yeah, you can be totally in charge of your own pleasure. Yes, like it doesn't have to be someone else who gives it to you, you know? <laughs> yeah oh. yeah that's it that's a huge thing for me
0: yeah I have arrows in the first house as well mine is Aries but yours is Sag but it's in the first house and it's kind of like we both go we love to strike people with arrows yes we're Cupid <laughs> right well and you get love and you get love and-
1: passionately right because you guys both have the fire
0: yeah right? so it's
1: like fiery arrows oh yeah, yeah.
0: Like unconventional
1: and heated up
0: mm-hmm. 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 being creative and thinking outside the box is a part of your natural sexual expression as well yeah. right yeah. uh this is major adventure but it's also philo- philosophical right Sagittarius loves to teach and to learn that's what it wants to do right,
2: right.
1: Mm-hmm. so kind of a lifelong student of sex too right? like Yeah, like want to keep learning
2: Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. Mm-hmm. I imagine old crone me just being like some crazy sexuality teacher, you yeah. know, <laughs> like just like keep learning and keep sharing all the all the juiciness, you know. Right. Yeah.
1: You're I feel like, like those are the coolest people. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
2: right, yeah. old crones. Yeah. You're like, yeah. let me let me show you, honey, how to all have that wisdom. Guys, please. please, Yeah. Give me that. yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah you have Vesta who represents the high priestess she's like a high priestess in our chart she is devotion uh Vesta and Vestal she was the heart she was represented by the fire in the home Vesta Mm -hmm. so keeping the home warm and cozy and alive and um Vestal Virgins kind of had a shitty thing going on like they weren't allowed to have sex till after they were out of it. So like after they were like 30 years old and if they did, they'd be buried alive. So shitty shit. Um, But so that's why they had to be fanatically devoted to their practices, being a priestess, but they had the power to forgive sins. They could pardon criminals who were scheduled to die. Like they had a lot of power too. Mm. And so you're, and then you have Juno who's another goddess, right? And Juno represents community. She represents um, marriage. And she also represents a little bit of betrayal, having to be married to Zeus, right? So Mm. Juno was a goddess in her own right. And then when Rome took over Greece, they had to marry their goddess with their god, Zeus, to make it a bridge that's what they would do they would have their gods and goddesses marry as a way of being like see we own you now we conquered you right so Juno also represents that kind of betrayal like fuck i've got to be married to this person we don't even want to be married to i will be faithful to this person even though he's not faithful to me so like that represents a little bit of (laughs) you know and so a part of you nurtures people who have experienced this so you nurture people who have been betrayed or maybe felt betrayed by taboo subjects, because mm. the eighth house is about it's Scorpio ruled naturally, so it's about the taboo. It's about um sexual merging, intense, deep transformation, right? Mm. Um,
2: yeah. And
0: then the sign of Cancer, it's a nurturing mother, so you're kind of like this interesting, nurturing divine mother who has the power of Juno who's like can acknowledge betrayal I guess in other people and then Vesta devoted to um helping others with taboo subjects if you will right
2: oh yeah Um, Mm -hmm. that resonates so much that resonates a lot yeah did you like
0: feel that in your water (laughs) right (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Yes,
2: <laughs> like oh, that's who I want to be. Shit. I feel yeah, like, e to a T for sure. Yes, creating community around it and like you know a safe place for people to be and like I was, like I will I will walk you through the depths of hell and like I'm not gonna leave you and mm-hmm. I've I've walked it several times, mm-hmm. like. We will come out the other side, and it will be glorious. You know, yeah. all the, the gold we'll find there, and yeah, 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 for sure.
0: Yeah, uh, Scorpio loves. That's
1: beautiful too, right? Because that's um, your so Saturn, right, is our life's purpose directive, mm-hmm. and the North Node is a little bit more karmic, leveling up in this life, what you've done in past lives versus what you're trying to do here. Mm-hmm. But North Node is optional, right? North Node, um, you have to kind of choose to lean into that. Saturn, however, is a very aggressive planet. Like every seven years comes to check in and be like, are you doing what you're supposed to do, right? Shakes loose all the stuff we don't need. And yours is in Scorpio. And because Scorpio um, literally is transformation, right? Mm-hmm. It's that ooey-gooey, disgusting part of transformation that other people maybe don't have the stomach for like your life's purpose is there and then mars is next to it so it gives it like energy power right so you talk about like literally walking people through hell right taboo Mm -hmm. that right and like that um that darkness that shadow right Mm -hmm. there's a life's purpose and an energy in there Mm -hmm. there's a power you know and then in the 12th house adds like a layer of Psychic. spirituality mm-hmm. and um kind of like the higher perspective right is kind of that looking mm-hmm. down what's what really matters right why are we why are we focused on what we're focused on and so you have that Saturn of life purposes in that bigger questions place and focusing on that transformation right that darker uh yeah nitty yeah. gritty kind of stuff like the the chrysalis right like the literally turning to goo mm-hmm. and then coming out the other side yeah it's a it's a what a beautiful way to use that right. <laughs> i love seeing how much you've already like yeah embraced your chart
0: yeah, yeah. like a protector and defender of unconventional people right. who need to think outside the yeah. box right you you would like fiercely defend someone against Who's in a religious setting, right? Like oh,
2: yeah.
0: it probably would make you feel a little enraged if you like heard,
2: yeah,
0: right. Some of
2: the stuff that people, for sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Lilith in
1: that fourth house, you know, yeah. mm-hmm. fourth house of home, feeling at home with the underdog, but also
0: yeah,
1: um, feeling at, at with other outcasts or feeling outcasted from maybe your own home. Yeah, at
0: right? home with the wise outcast why
1: right. outcast. <laughs> the spiritual yeah. folk yeah.
0: and strategies strategies for home and outcast right mm, so right. building strategies for people who experience this right, right. in home right. interesting right
2: yeah 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 like a yeah like a path like it's like I always want to like walk people I always want to walk the path myself. And then it's like, okay, I'm gonna help people walk this. <laughs> right. You know. Yeah. Oh.
0: Yeah, I love it. You have um, yeah, so you have Venus in her domicile, the goddess of attraction, love, right? Beauty. Mm-hmm. Um, the goddess and in Taurus, the goddess of the finer things in life, right? Like that quality over quantity,
1: mm-hmm. right?
0: That I don't want just any food. I really want gourmet, yummy food,
2: right? Oh, for sure.
0: <laughs> I don't want to smell like, I don't love every candle. Just- oh, I'm so picky about my candles. <laughs> oh, I know. Venus and Taurus is. It's got to be the ambiance. They, they'll they have sensitive smellers. Taurus moons tend to have super sensitive scents, like noses. Oh.
2: Yeah, yeah, my nose is. Yeah, I am super sensitive to smells. I'm yeah. very particular about like my perfumes and like lotions, skincare. Lotion. Yes, yes, it has to smell really good. <laughs>
0: yeah, totally.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: I have a, a second house tour, so I value tourist things, right? I have a high value for good skincare. It doesn't have to be expensive, but it does have to be good. Mm-hmm. right <laughs> yes <laughs> yeah and textures they want things touching their skin that feel good that's the thing yeah. yes
2: yes always.
0: As, you, as she pets her like fur beautiful little coat or like little <laughs> fuzzy coat right? Right?
2: right oh yes yeah I always want to wear clothes that are like that are like expressive and beautiful and like make a statement but they also have to be really cozy Yes. Like, I had a stylist once tell me, like, she's like, you only buy soft things. And I was like, yeah.
0: Yes. Now you know. I have a Venus and Taurus. It's the way I work. Yeah. My everyday routine has to be, my everyday has it in it. Right? Mm, Everyday wear.
1: Yeah. Everyday good food. Everyday Everyday beauty.
2: Yeah. My space is really important to me. Like, my my home and like my my room like it has to have textures and like colors and smells and yes when I'm traveling a lot I get kind of irritated because I'm like Ugh, hotel rooms are like not not beautiful enough right these are not cozy <laughs> Not cozy. <laughs> it's like I must stay at a beautiful place <laughs> oh,
1: love it's kind travel. of a requirement right yeah, this it is. day-to-day it's- life demands it
2: Right. I think so. I solo traveled for like a long time and did, you know, just went and saw the world. And I think that was my Sagittarius just like wanting to go see all corners of the earth. And
0: oh, did you meet like what you felt like were faded lovers that would inspire your stories? that's with the Mercury. So you have a Mercury in a square to the vertexes. These are faded romantic meetings. So this would be writing about feeling motivated by lovers that you found ninth house traveling. Leo alone. That's fucking amazing.
2: Wow. I wrote so much erotica about strangers I met on my oh! soul.
1: <laughs> Perfect. Did yeah. any of them feel like they could have been past life lovers or like but...
2: I mean, I would... it,
1: um, because Sagittarius rising, right? Your physical right. body likes to travel. Mm hmm right? Likes to see different environments and new places. And now there was that South Node, those past lives that we saw that were in your first house. But now you're talking about traveling and I'm like, oh, right? Faded meetings, lovers. I wonder if that's maybe how those past lives came out. Oh, and that, or yeah,
0: that South Node six degrees Sag is in trine to that vertex and antivertex, right? Six mm-hmm. degrees. I love that question. Did you? Have you? Did it ever feel like like oh person my- feel familiar to me,
2: oh, totally. Like I've definitely dated people that I've met while traveling.
0: Yeah.
2: Uh, yeah, and I'll feel called to places and then I'll meet lovers there. yes, yeah, yeah, yeah yes yeah. We'll That's
0: like, yeah. it's like a past life thing kind of happening there. There's something kind of um bringing in from before mm, right. And then that
1: Sag magic, right? There's something about Sag specifically that can just kind of wander and figure out the next step, right? Mm -hmm. Like maybe a little bit less planning, a little bit more like... And you have a Capricorn second house. So there still is like the ability to plan and the value of it. It's, you know, like the list making. But that first house really has that magic of like, let's just go with the flow and see where we end up. And then, Mm -hmm. you know, magic happens.
2: Yeah, my favorite way to travel. I just buy a ticket and yeah. do anything. <laughs> do you
0: know what other people I know who have Uranus and Sagittarius first house, they, um, first of all, anybody with Uranus in the first house is aware of their surroundings at all times. It's like, um, they're kind of easily distracted too in some ways or answering. They're like hyper aware of things happening. And then in Sagittarius, people who have Uranus here, tend to be really good with directions or like tend to be really good with knowing where to turn. It's almost something they don't even notice, but like Mm. they're able to read the signs of what they're supposed to be doing and know where they're supposed to go Mm. in in an almost more easier way than people who don't have it. Mm. Right. It's like, it's uh, able to know things in your surroundings before other people know things. That makes sense.
2: Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. I mean, when I'm yeah, when I'm in that mode of I'm just like flowing and, you know, I'm just I just show up to a town and I'm just like, I'm just gonna walk around and and see what happens. And then like magic just unfolds. <laughs> I always call it like following the magic. I'm like, I just I see this trail of magic and I'm just I'm not judging it and coming from my mind. I'm just following it. And it's like I've had the greatest adventures that way. Yeah. So yeah.
0: like what's the trail of magic? Like when, when you are following it, right? Yeah. What's the trail? Is it the romance of something or just like whatever is catching your eye? There's the trail kind of a thing.
2: Right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's like, it's like a, it's, it's a little bit of just like an inner knowing of like, go over here, talk to that person, go Mm -hmm. there. That looks beautiful. (laughs) I always get like a little intuitive hit that'll sit with me for a while to be like, okay, you need to, you need to go to San Diego and I'll be like, I don't know anyone in San Diego. Why would I go there? Yeah. <laughs> and then three months later I buy a ticket and I've, I, you know, I met a lover and a partner and mm-hmm. a community and just... yeah, it's oddly enough, San Diego
0: is big for that. I have a cousin who goes to San Diego, does yeah. Acrobat. He does Acrobat. <laughs> I yeah. Know. And he said, "There's a whole community. He's like polyamorous himself. He's right, similar. So he loves to go to San Diego." The thing there's a cool
2: community down there for sure. Yeah, interesting. I'm, also, um, I'm I'm in the tantric community in in San Diego, so it's like yeah. a lot of what, what's it called
0: the tantric? Tantric? tantric 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 like tantra
2: tantra. Yeah. Oh,
0: nice. <laughs> yeah. Like, introduce us let's interview other people I want to know so many people yes yeah I will,
2: yeah, yeah. I will definitely yeah I look. feel
1: like it's a Pisces thing to you. right mm. like breath it work is. and stuff but it feels very Pisces right because mm-hmm. you're kind of ascending <laughs> in a way or something. you have a uh, Saturn in the 12th house of Pisces and then you have mm-hmm. that fourth house of home Pisces right so anytime you meet people who are on that same playing field as you it feels like home yeah right people that you can be Mm -hmm. um kind of consciously and unconsciously connected with
2: right yeah Yeah, I do feel that like when I meet people sometimes I'll meet someone and I'm like well you just you feel like a best friend instantly like all my best friends I've made like almost instantly (laughs) right
1: people feel like home right that right vibe Mm.
2: Yeah, 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 for sure.
0: Yeah, and a part of your career is working with people in relationships,
2: Mm. right? Oh, and then that Pluto, right? Pluto's
1: right about to leave
0: Libra, heading
1: into Scorpio and a crisis around relationships, right? Yeah. Or that um, it's a generational planet. Lacey has this. And we've talked about it being kind of, um, ends up being people who really study relationships. Right, because of the crisis that they've witnessed the generation before go through. Mm -hmm. Right, so created this generation that either feels like they have a crisis or at least feels compelled to study and understand relationships.
0: Yes. Yes. And then also, I am a strong believer in um, sex and intimacy, being able to heal people who are in extreme consciousnesses. So like Republican and Democrat, if Mm -hmm. we could just get us all to have sex, I think (laughs) it'd be better for the world.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I forget who says it, but there's someone who said, uh, like the opposite of war isn't peace. The opposite of war is pleasure. Yes. And it's like, whoa, if we were all like actually having sex with each other or intimacy with each other. Intimacy even, right? There's no way you could be at war with each other. (laughs) No,
0: no. And then it's Mars is fighting or fucking in a chart, right? You're fighting or you're fucking. So uh, choose the better one, fucking, right? (laughs) Mm -hmm, Right, it's a lot more fun. (laughs) So Mars in uh, Scorpio too, um, loves to be the penetrator. So like most people we know who have Mars and Scorpio love to use strap-ons and they like to penetrate partners. Mm -hmm.
2: Mm -hmm. yeah I definitely identify as a switch I could could be both dom and sub Mm -hmm. (laughs) I can top from the bottom and bottom from the top (laughs)
0: whatever's bringing power dynamics
2: but I (laughs) that's interesting because I was thinking about this earlier Mm
1: -hmm. that you have um, a Venus and a Mars sitting across from each other yeah yeah and I think sometimes that lends to um well it, it it leaves the most room for optimal balance, right? A real understanding of where your divine masculine and divine feminine fall. But without the work that you've done, maybe like without the shadow work, it would feel polarizing, right? Like this one's over here and this one's over here. They don't feel like they know each other. Um, But then getting in touch with that and touching into that balance would be, I have both and I see both, right? Mm -hmm. And I can embrace and love both sides of that and then yeah, that so brings switching.
2: yeah right totally but, um, mm-hmm. yeah I've definitely it's
1: a, it's a beautiful way to connect those mm,
2: mm-hmm. yeah I'm sorry I've what were you saying you definitely I've definitely lately like in the last year or so felt very balanced in my feminine and masculine energies
0: mm-hmm.
2: and it's like I, I love having this and then like letting my you know I'm just very aware when it's like, OK, I'm in my masculine now and like, you know, letting my masculine have time in the sun. And then it's like, OK, now the now the feminine right. so I almost switch, like sometimes it's hourly, sometimes it's daily. Sometimes it's like, OK, I have a month of like really being in my masculine and then a month of being in my feminine. But it's a, it's a fun balance game that I just it feels very natural for me.
0: Right. Well, and your Mars is in a place it likes to be and your Venus is in a place she likes to be in. They're mm. in domiciles. Right? They're in their homes, kind mm-hmm. of calling each other from across the way, across uh-huh. the street, right? Uh-huh. And they're friends, <laughs> right? Like,
2: yeah. You know, okay.
0: They okay. close each other. They have different <laughs> ways of going about things, but
2: there is that,
0: you know, teeter totter balance thing, right?
2: Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. I love that. I love mm-hmm. the idea that they're just neighbors just fucking
0: them. neighbors <laughs> like oh what are you doing bitch right like I just wanna you know right they're,
1: they're an interesting set of neighbors too because like you know your rising is Sag and then your other house is Gemini those two get along pretty well right mm-hmm. Sag and Gemini are both curious right they're both um interested right they both get bored easily there's kind of a natural flow with those two and that doesn't always happen with the two signs that sit across from each other right they come mm-hmm. in pairs so for your Mars and Venus pair, yeah. Scorpio would definitely be on the freakier side and Taurus would be on the more conservative, right? right? And that's where the balance is, is like. Mm-hmm. And so um, it's it, it wouldn't be the easiest for certain people to come to terms with those two necessarily unless you were open and willing to discuss and explore yeah. the feminine and masculine, right? Because if you did have somebody who was like, you know very one track minded or like close-minded right yeah they would have a very hard time leaning into that scorpio they might be more into this taurus Mm -hmm. and it's so important to have both right it's so important to both like push maybe boundaries penetrate go deeper Mm -hmm. right that investigative but then also this beautiful goddess taurus over here taurus's shadow side can be like very stubborn, right, and um, unmovable, like, right,
0: like, no, you can't <laughs>
1: change my mind, right, dig my feet in, try to move me, uh, <laughs> yeah. right, the The light side of Taurus is that beautiful goddess, feed me grapes, fan me, you know, like,
0: let me do that to you, right,
1: <laughs> you uh, know, Um, but Taurus as a whole, right, we got to take with all of the archetypes, take the good with the bad, right, take the light in the shadow and accept both sides of that it seems like you've done that really well I could mm-hmm. see this being a combination that somebody else would have and that could be very difficult for right. some, you know like somebody who wasn't enlightened yeah. for
0: yeah who didn't uh, look at that shadow side stuff Uh, because Saturn can be kind of right. like a task you're like raster. I like the shadow <laughs> yeah yeah um, Saturn brings a maturity to this Mars uh, Saturn brings structure to Mars, wants to help structure sex almost in a way, right? Which is probably what you're writing about and you're helping people with, right? Really, Yeah. Um, Saturn though can also be, and this I think this is interesting because it's delayed sexual experience. Mm-hmm. So this could be talking about that delayed orgasm, right? I have Saturn and Mars together as well. Delayed mm-hmm. sex, delayed orgasm, delayed understanding of pleasure of, pursuing right
2: right right, right. yeah no. that makes a lot of sense yeah I, you know my my sexual awakening yeah didn't really happen until my 30s me
0: too same thing I was 31 30 actually I was 33 I was the age of Jesus when he died I was all oh shit <laughs> damn right <laughs> yeah who knows right <laughs> but uh, yeah, I had an wake a kundalini. I think of it as a kundalini awakening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was thirty one, but like thirty three when I fully, uh, I, when my my husband and I became non monogamous at thirty one. Right, we started We helped each other write Ashley Madison and like dating profiles, mm. and then started that whole exploration. My husband discovered he was bisexual. All that fun stuff. Yes.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, I totally relate to that. All of my, yeah, all of my sexual exploration and education and um expression was not until, you know, mid-30s. Yeah. And now I'm here and I'm like, yes. Yes. Right? <laughs> yeah. So glad to be here. <laughs>
0: yes. And Mars right. and Scorpio is a very sexual person. That is mm. a very sexual person yeah um, a person who likes to who likes to dive deep who likes to penetrate deeply and be penetrated deeply
2: mm-hmm. oh yeah
1: <laughs> uh, mind body and soul though oh, right yeah. it's not just I need one. you to
0: penetrate to my soul find my heart and reach it with your whatever <laughs> it is you're using right yes oh yeah it's I need kind you to, of that bleed for me like, loved my heart Reach that in. Reach that far in, right?
2: <laughs> oh, for sure. For You're sure. Right? Yes. Yeah. I like I say this often. Like I meet God and goddess and sex. Like yes. it's like it it's a that's
0: Tantra, right? That's like that. That's
2: Tantra. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I realize that like sex is another um ecstatic state mm-hmm. I can experience where I am just like one with all that is. Yes. And, like, Take me there. Take me there. <laughs> <Let's> yes, <go. laughs> To do, do it like, with another person is, like, incredible, incredible. Do you like um older
0: or more mature people sometimes? Because Saturn can also represent... Like, your sun is in Gemini, and that loves youthful, right? That's, like, young, bright energy. Saturn yeah. is maturity. Saturn nice. is that silver fox, right? Saturn is... Um, somebody who's older, or at least has a very old soul. Mm. So there's something about maturely penetrating someone or, (laughs) you know, or maybe even bringing a sense of maturity to someone Mm. in a sexual experience. Does that make sense?
2: oh yeah 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 I think I've experienced both those things I've dated people much much younger than me mm-hmm. and people you know much older than me and it it does seem to be like they need to have some kind of an old soul no yeah. matter what their age is right um, but also you know I love helping people like come and explore and learn their own you know sexual blueprint and like try things I love helping people try things you yeah. know <laughs> i'm like come be my partner we're gonna try and figure out all the things that you like you know yeah. your pleasure points oh my then god we in to, like, the... meet god
0: yes yeah. i love that
2: i love
1: I, I see so much of that in Lacey too yeah right yeah. like i think if she could be in the room helping she would
0: i would you know <laughs>
1: just like let me make this the best right right, right?
0: so like uh the moon in a person's chart so if you find out where a person's moon is a partner's moon um a moon can tell you where they like to be touched
2: oh okay Right,
0: a way to interact with them you have your moon in aquarius so that means something about the shins and the calves oh okay (laughs) having somebody (laughs) massage your shins and your calves
2: i like that right I'm definitely into feet. Like I love people playing with my feet. Feet is Pisces.
0: Feet so. is Pisces? Okay. Yeah, yeah. So like that, that means you feel, I, just, Yeah. yeah you may feel at that. home with them if you can let them touch your feet almost. <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> I definitely, I had my first like foot orgasm last oh! year. And
0: I didn't even know that was possible. <laughs> Heard that from the pleasure dom recently. She said the feet, she said the feet, there's a place, she said it only works on women though. That we know of thus far, where you can touch a woman on her foot in a certain way and gives right. an orgasm. I just discovered that too. Like, you just told me about that.
2: I had no idea. It was mind blowing. Oh. But now that I'm thinking about it, I was like, you know, if you can't just go straight for the feet, or I'm gonna like, I'm like, we need to warm up. So mm-hmm. yes, foreplay is like the shins and the calves, the yes! shins, and then you work, you work yeah, your- warm up. Yeah, you know?
0: that's the natural. A moon is kind of. Most for the most part, what a person naturally would like to be touched first, I think Mm -hmm. of as the entry point, right, to get someone comfortable.
2: Yeah. Mm -hmm. And um, I'm gonna tell people, I'm like, okay, foreplay, we start with the shins.
0: Yeah, Mary and I did a whole workshop on it. Like, we did a whole workshop where we go through all of them, and Mm. you can you can buy the workshop. It's like 25 bucks on our website, and it tells you all
2: of it. Oh my gosh, I'm going to do this.
0: Oh my God, do it. And then Aries, it's like
2: head to toe, right? And uh, to
0: toe. and other tidbits. Lacey, mm-hmm.
1: Lacey's an Aries moon, right? Oh. And at this workshop, she ended up getting her head rubbed, right? Because head is Aries by other people. This and it was, was so like... fun to watch her melt. Right? Oh. She was just yeah, putty.
0: The woman, she was a 12th house Virgo stallion. She had a bunch of stuff in the 12th house. So she psychically knew- even telling yeah. her, touch me on my head, she knew how to pull my hair in the right way. Uh, it was so beautiful. It was so beautiful. I, I had to tell her afterwards, like, oh my God, that was amazing.
2: Uh, there's nothing better than someone who can. Right. The right the way. way.
0: She was slowly <laughs> twisting and the way she was like massaging. I was like, I see why you're in a triad relationship and why they want to be, you know, right? Like, oh my God, I see it. (laughs) You must share this, these magic hands with the world. It was amazing. But so like where a person's moon is, right? A Gemini moon, who is probably somebody who you'd be attracted to, right? You'd be, your son would attract Gemini moons. They love story, sexting, texting, pornography. Usually they- um no are so not boring
1: that's good
0: yeah <laughs> um and playful right there's like a playful vibe uh also uh if you hear they would love anime, that- anime too yeah
1: gemini,
0: and- <laughs> gemini moons are really good with numbers they tend to be like um bankers repetitions mm. anyway one <laughs> little tidbit
2: bankers <laughs> during the day and just really sexy Finite.
0: Yeah. yeah it's like the arms and the hands right so it tells you where to where you can introduce touching people. So if you went to like San Diego, like Mary and I, what we want to do is travel to places and do the moon touch workshops where everyone knows where their moon is. And then you can touch each other based upon that as a, not has to be sexual, but is intimate, right? Like,
2: you oh, I've got the people for you. Oh like
0: my the, God. Bring them to The
2: hands-on is the, the funnest part. Called. Yes. Yes.
0: <laughs> yes bring that i love it and then tantra would be even better right like yeah. uh, i have a venus in pisces um in the 12th house my venus yours is in taurus here mine's yeah. here and yeah. venus in pisces loves tantra too right the the, the, the loss of boundaries and the right. the god blurring right? of lines right right, yeah. right the goddess the both yes and the healing right? That deep inner mergey healing yeah. water. Right?
2: Yeah. Mm, it's so delicious. <laughs>
0: it's healing that could heal the world. I'm convinced of it. Like Cassandra, we were talking to Cassandra about this, right? Where yeah. Yeah. we were like, Oh my God, we could heal the world. If we could just, somebody just give us a temple and we'll just do it.
2: You know? Yeah. Right. <laughs> oh my gosh. I really do think it's the answer for sure. Oh my God. Why it's been villainized and suppressed. And like, it well almost
1: controlled.
2: doesn't like make sense to me. Like, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm like, you know, I've accepted it, but I'm like, really? Why do we have so much around sexuality? Like as a, as a species and like, why have we suppressed so much of it? And I was like, oh, it's the healing power. It's the power. And it's the divine feminine. So we live in
0: a kind of patriarchal world still.
2: Yeah. Oh, for sure.
0: So I think women, I yeah. think. <laughs> you know, and men are starting to understand that divinity in them both, the both energies in the one body and how to, and I think we're, we're, we're the people who are like paving the way, right?
2: Right. Oh, for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's, it's like, I think it's society, right? Because I think Europe doesn't do what we do in terms of like movies. Like I think sex is, not the worst thing that could be in a movie explicitly mm-hmm. i think murder and mayhem right and we're kind of the opposite like that can get a pg rating but mm-hmm. the minute that um the south park guys do puppet sex scenes right that mm-hmm. can't be rated movie <laughs> uh right? right like it's so explicit and so i think it starts just being in culture you know indoctrinated into this idea of like You know, I have this knee-jerk reaction when, like, um, an intimate scene comes on that, like, my six-year-old shouldn't see it. And I'm like, wait a minute, right? do I actually give a fuck that -hmm. she sees this early on? No, Mm -hmm. right? I would much prefer she didn't see the explosives and people dying in, like, an everyday movie, right? And so I think that just starts really young that we kind of shield Mm -hmm. right like we're like oh this is dangerous shield and it's like Mm -hmm. i think the awareness would go a long way from a younger place just to be more normal right
2: Right. yeah i always think about like the you know sex education in the netherlands starts in like yes love it and like kids are just like naturally curious and like you know you know here in the states all the kids are watching porn because they're natural curious right and they don't like, have the
0: balance it's a very narrow-minded view yeah
2: yeah yeah totally
1: mm-hmm. we should be teaching them while their brains all spongy right like yeah. while they want to learn and they're uh-huh. curious and they can remember all of these things effortlessly now yeah. would always be when we you know ideally Right. yeah the Netherlands would be a cool place to check
2: out mm-hmm. right yeah totally and like yeah. yeah pleasure pleasure-based sex education is something I'm like really passionate about
1: yes that's it's like pleasure-based sex education
2: body right body. does it feel good to you like that's you know that's what you follow you follow your body right you know? oh, god man. I wish I had that as a kid <laughs> you know
1: but god I wish I had known that I didn't I feel like I was in my 30s before I felt embodied enough to be like mm-hmm. oh wait I, it should matter how I feel mm-hmm. going into this, you know, mm-hmm. it should be an embodied yes or no. Mm-hmm. And then that's it. And, uh, and I didn't know that, like, mm-hmm. it didn't feel like I had control or say over my body for like, no. I think it was late twenties when it really started to make sense to me. And that, that seems crazy to me now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Like all of those experiences that you go into for all the wrong reasons you know?
2: Right. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So I think, you know, we're really passionate about that too. We really like using astrology for like, especially the younger Mm -hmm. minds to start like um, embracing self, Mm -hmm. right. To like self-compassion, self-love. This is how you're wired. Let's not be hard on ourselves. Right. And then sex comes in too, which I think is really fascinating because well, Lacey's daughter's 18 right but we've been talking to her about it for years now so long. Mm-hmm. Yeah. and um and then her friends right end up getting fascinated so Lacey almost has like um
0: i do you know. um, one of my favorite stories is of one of my daughter's friends and there she was older it's so 18 at the time she also and she wanted to sleep with this guy right she had sex before a lot of times and she was really curious about sex with this guy so i picked out a date on her chart when she would be feeling Super strong, super mm. confident, and super empowered mm. on that night so that she would feel like amazing, right? Awesome. And when that day came and she made a date with that guy, she didn't end up sleeping with that guy because when she went out, she ended up feeling strong and like could make the choice to not have to. She was mm. feeling empowered. Mm-hmm. Oh, so good. And then there was another date that I picked out for her. And it was a guy that she had been seeing for a while and she wanted to know about him. And then I picked out a good sex date, same thing for her, would she be feeling strong? And she did. And and it was great. And they're still together today. So it's kind of fun.
2: Oh, to, that's amazing. It's
0: amazing, right? To be like, oh, this is when you're going to be feeling like a dominatrix
2: or not. Right? Right? <laughs> <laughs> right? Yes. Feeling like a dominatrix on the first date is great. Um, it's you have all the movie. power. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Wow! yeah I love
0: that I love that and you are definitely uniquely situated to teach to Mm. share Mm. and I love that you have this moon in Aquarius because it helps you to objectify it or helps you to go observe bodies Mm. observe emotions and feelings almost right and then to put them into this beautiful sexual city Mm
2: -hmm.
0: of social structure almost
2: yeah
1: I love that <laughs> systems and patterns and logicking around all the feelings and around all of the mm-hmm. transformation right all the watery intuitive stuff mm-hmm. but still seeing the patterns right still, still being
2: able to logic how to help mm-hmm. other people mm-hmm. yeah I love it build this temple I'm like all about it oh my god if you there- <laughs> can just come for like sexual healing and education and yes. right.
0: Yes. Uh, Cassandra and I, and then Eric, who is the first person we interviewed, who knew Cassandra, who knew you, right? Yes. Want to do something similar, right? Like we're all interested in this. How do we sexually heal? We all have this knowledge and it's a spiritual Mm
1: -hmm.
0: transcendence, Mm -hmm. right? Uh, It's this, I'm pulling a thread, pulling a thread. (laughs) I don't know. Okay.
2: Oh, for sure, for mm-hmm. sure, yeah, yeah. I have a big vision. I I love collecting practitioners and like, you know, wise people mm-hmm. and like all together. And I'm like, let's. I love co like uh, co collaborating and like co facilitating and, yeah, um, yeah. I'm like, let's let's all come together and you know, no more yeah. of this. I'm just gonna do it by myself and just be like the lone teacher out here. Right. Let's collect. No. Let's, right let's collaborate build, let's do it together it. Yes. yes the more the merrier yeah 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 yeah
1: i'm into
2: it i feel like everyone has like their their unique gift to give the world and mm-hmm. it's like i'm done with like competing it's like yeah no 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 no, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's good for all of us and your uniqueness is so needed mm-hmm. it's so needed. so know, right and it
1: i i just feel like talking about it out loud is Mm -hmm. um like the first step right so like talking about these types of collaboration and sexual healing and a temple you know what i mean like you feel like that that's all you need right like magic kind of takes over from there as long as you start talking about the kinds of things that you want to see so i have a feeling we'll talk again and we'll yes elaborate on something cool and healing
0: right now we all live in like different places like in the world yeah. Uh, but we could all meet on. But screen. digitally. Yeah. Digitally, Virtually. Right. Like, can we make do some things? Yeah. Right. Go I mean, see this person. Almost, maybe not like conference speakers. I don't even know how you do it. I'm not good at that stuff. I'm good at knowing what she's I'm virgoing. Going, yeah. Right? She's
1: virgoing. <laughs> she's virgoing. She's got a planet, but just feel it, Lacey Just feel the thing you want.
0: I feel right? it. Let's yeah. plan it. <laughs> Aries. Let's go. <laughs> Today, tonight? Yeah, I know, I know. Right? <laughs> it's real, it's real. But I love it. But you're yeah. ambitious though, so you can get shit done. Yeah. That's ambition. So yeah. that's awesome. I love.
2: Man. I love. Yeah. I'm like, okay, let's go. We'll mm-hmm. go. Make it happen. I'll I'll lay the groundwork and.
0: Oh my god, I'm in. I'm in. I know. I would love to have just yeah, like uh touching people, teaching people how to touch each other, just initially, oh. and then maybe yeah. maybe go deeper with right Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. right you could be or 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 head back head into this if you feel like you're ready to move on to the next phase go into this room go deeper with Mm. right go deeper with Kara Lily right or or you know whoever's leading whatever that is yeah no oh my god that'd be amazing
1: 12 different booths 12 different places of the body
0: yes I love that, right? <laughs> Head and to me, toe en- heavily there. engage this part. Oh my god, the Scorpio room would be packed. Everyone is just like Scorpio yeah. <laughs> rules the genitals, so everyone just wants to use all the toys and shit, <laughs> right? <laughs> that would be amazing. The it would be, room. But be
1: fun been. if each room had the like vibe too. So like <gasps> Aries, and, yeah, you know, and like, but then the Aries theme, like red and like. The vibe could match the
2: I know, right? The archetype and the body part. Oh my gosh. I am seeing this as like we rent like a mansion. Yeah. We do this like immersive experience for like, you know, a weekend. Right. You oh buy god. tickets and you come in and you like you explore the different astrological rooms. Right. Right. For an evening. Oh
0: my god. I would love an, an immersive
2: experience. Thing. Yeah. <sighs> In the Scorpio room,
0: I'd almost love to have like a lie detector because Scorpio likes to be vulnerable, and yeah. then we get to punish them if they lie and bring it out of them the truth. I don't, you know what I mean? Like making it. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, the truth. You know. <laughs> <It's>... <laughs> I need. Well, to
1: yeah, know you, you know. want to have that. Yeah. Pleasure balance. In yes. yeah a Scorpio eighth house room right.
0: Good cop, bad cop. The, the, feathers, the, feather. the feathers, yeah, the feathers. You know, the hard
1: and soft. Yes. Yeah, like the exactly. spiky. Um, like yeah, the,
0: it's
2: like the, gloves. Yes. the uh, vampire
0: gloves. Yes, Have you have you ever so Uranus in the first house? I um, I always ask people if they've ever played with electrocution because Uranus rules electra electricity, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and so sometimes people like to experiment with. Almost like if you've ever been to a chiropractic office and they have electrodes and they're mild, you know, whatever. Like, I wonder
2: about that. If, if that might be something interesting to experience. I I've tried the, is it the violet wand? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes, there's a violet wand. Tried that. It was intense. Yeah. You're all, that's more than I want. <laughs> right. Right.
0: I saw somebody using that, but the one that I think that I, uh, the one that I want is when it has like two electrodes and it has like a dial. It's like six hundred bucks. I want it so bad though. Yeah. I have I have an Aquarius. So Aquarius is also associated with electricity.
2: Ooh, yeah.
0: If you would like to do it on someone or have low levels be done to you, right? You know, start on the shins. Right?
2: Super. <laughs> start with the shins. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, if it brings someone pleasure, I'm all, pretty much always on board. Oh, yeah. Right. <laughs> oh. Like, even if I don't want it done to me, I'm like, oh, if this, if this is truly in your pleasure, yes, I will. Totally. Exactly. That. Go <gasps> <with you. laughs>
0: yeah.
2: God, water
0: moons. We need a, we need a hot tub and we need a shower. Right. Like.
2: Oh yeah. I love. Yeah. Hot tubs. Hot tub sex. Yes. Shower it's hot
0: water. water. <laughs> Scorpio, hot water. Hot water. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I love it. Yeah, this would be like, this kink would be like penetrating an old soul in a spiritual way in water.
2: (laughs) Oh my God. You just like described my
0: dream date. Oh my God. (laughs) Perfect. Right?
2: So. so (laughs) And then
0: as you're in the bathtub sharing vulnerable things or like that that person is sharing things. Yes. That they've maybe never said out loud.
2: Right? Right.
1: Walls come down.
2: Oh, yeah. Oh, that's my favorite sex is, like, yes, we're talking and, like, being vulnerable, and then we're fucking. And then yeah. we stop, and then we talk, and then that's we fuck. Right. <laughs> Have like, a little yeah. food, little food snack. <laughs> Oh, food. Yes. Yes. Feed me (laughs) grapes. Definitely need snacks. Yeah. yeah. Right.
0: While you're doing that, I'm gonna take my coat and rub it over you. (laughs)
2: Yes. (laughs) We need fuzzy towels when we get out of the bathtub. Yes. Yes. Right. (laughs) You better be comfy.
1: Mm gonna cheat. Yeah.
2: Yes. (laughs)
0: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Bring in that tourist vibe. Right. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I yeah, I love it. well, that's what we got. Thank you for being on our show,
2: right? Right. Thanks for having me. This has been very enlightening and I feel very on my path and my dharma and uh yes,
0: you are there are people who we meet who we feel like we're telling them news as we're talking about their chart. People like you and Cassandra and Eric, people who have like really explored that shadow Scorpio side who have her kind of like the light side of Scorpio. Are amazing they're like so enlightened right you you all you have this um peace there's a peace and a love and a contentment right about a, about yourself and I love it yeah. and the hardest thing is to lead other people and be down with the world not agreeing with you but fuck it you know right exactly yeah
1: you've
2: got a good amount of it in your chart with you too yeah <laughs> solid okay. Yes, yes, yes. I feel like I was born a rebel. So <laughs> uh, solidly, you were. Yeah. Solidly, Yeah. An intellectual it's rebel. too. Pretty good in there.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah. 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 Still really yeah. solid yeah. and fuck me. That's yes. <laughs> <life>. <laughs> oh, yeah. You're let's fuck, fuck it and let's fuck. <laughs>
0: yeah. Your career is that. Amazing. Fuck it, let's fuck. Yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
1: All right. Um. Yes. You've been Lisa. so fun to talk to. So good. Thank you
2: so for good. coming on
1: and being so open and vulnerable and cool.
2: Yeah. Thank you so much for doing this. This is amazing. Thanks for bringing the sexual conversation to the you know to the world platform and
0: and and being like you're natural for this. Mm. Right. You're yeah. not weird or wrong, or you are weird and weird, <laughs> right? Yeah, you're weird, I mean, and it's wonderful. Yeah, you could be weirder,
1: you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. you could go harder on the weird.
0: Like people if you want. who who like, who are like all—they have a Mars and Scorpio, and they've never tried anal or tried penetrating somebody else. Yeah. i'm like that's repressed you should try it because <laughs> <You know, right? laughs> uh everybody else does so right
2: do it
0: <laughs> yeah there's no reason why you can't you should try it
2: <laughs> Just <kidding>. yeah exactly. <laughs> exactly i mean safely obviously you would never but yeah right right lube toys will
0: lube toys right <laughs> you can say stop what's your safe exactly. word red yeah, yellow
2: exactly. green you got exactly it.
0: <laughs> Well thank you so much Carol Lily. You have been a delight. Um I definitely yes. feel like I want to get a Zoom room going. There's other people who we know here in Portland who I think yeah, would be interested. I'd be interested in throwing some kind of event, some kind of event. Yes. Right? Somehow that is this. Like yeah. people come to it to explore their sexual self and then everybody
2: is doing their thing that they do, right? You know, oh, party planner here loves this idea. I know
0: you're a Venus and <laughs> Taurus, right, can set a stage. Also, yeah, yes. and then also yes. has the ambition to do so, right? That Scorpio, mm. and then sort of Cassandra too. Cassandra also has a lot of Scorpio, very ambitious about doing things, right? Uh, oh yeah, yeah. I think
2: put together, an amazing you know in person so. event. We could do an online taster. Like I mean, yeah. I'm, All right, the astrology rooms idea. I would I right. Would. Right, <laughs> I
1: like that. Use the idea of putting it in the house. I thought that was genius. Right,
2: it's yes, it gives action
1: Right, it gives you like can see it.
2: Right, yeah, That's a gift. I, like I don't like, have you that. You know, we could even have people who like, you know, dress as different like signs? astrology signs. Yes, yeah, like, yeah, I love that signs. And then like, as people are walking through, they can like, you know, offer them drinks or like show them, they're like, here, this is the Aries room or, but you're kind of like on a choose your own adventure, Uh, you know, and it's like, you know, we can even maybe at the door, like, you know, give people like their, whatever their moon sign (laughs) is. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe a part of their registration
0: would be, you know, tell us what you know about so that we can look up your astrology, right? Like not Mm -hmm. everyone has their rising sign. But right. we can still look at other things, you know? Yeah,
2: yeah. And, like, uh, give someone a little, like, you know, this is your moon or, like, so check out the...
0: Right, like, this is your Venus. Check out the this
2: tourist room. room.
0: Yes, <laughs> which would be full of, like, pleasurable, sensual, sure. soft.
2: Mm-hmm. Right? Snacks. Mm-hmm. Snacks, the forest, right? right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Go to the snack room. Go to the kitchen first. Like <laughs> <snack>. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, that'd be amazing. <laughs> That would be really cool. I would, I would love to help plan this. So, oh my god,
0: let's do this. I know we need more than me to brainstorm Yeah, yeah. I get too detail oriented and I get lost. So, if I have something to like show up to and to, you know, refine, (laughs) right? Like, then happy place. Yes. Or if we have a person who's really struggling with. Um, getting in tune with their chart, right? Because maybe they have so much repression in there, so much 12th house that they Mm -hmm. haven't looked at. Like that would be interesting to have personal sort of chances Mm -hmm.
2: to have a session to help people to break through, right? Yeah, because some people have to experience it with their body. Like I- Yes. Yeah. Right. They have to feel the person, the water. Right, to feel the water. Is it hot, cold?
0: I don't have Mm -hmm. words for it but mm-hmm. I feel it mm-hmm. right yeah yeah water signs do right. that yeah
1: my mind is swimming in ideas right now oh
0: my god I love it <laughs> yes. yes yes all right yes. now we just have to coordinate at time for everyone to meet at <laughs> That's right? right no big deal but I can do that part no that I don't mind doing I don't mind Virgo. Ready, what what day works out mm-hmm. I can I can totally granular that shit you know <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah. All right, so
1: awesome. uh,
0: I just arrange the Zoom at first, right? Get people there.
1: Maybe, Maybe we'll like, just send out uh, an email. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then. Just right look there. for
0: like a a general right. chat yeah. of what mm-hmm. we bring, right? You
2: know, or what would people want to do? Yeah, and I feel like <laughs> everyone you've interviewed would probably be down. Yeah, right. They would. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they would.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like yep this. that sounds
0: fun yeah i know oh god let's just heal the all world right. let's do it <laughs> the world yes let's do a, it. We've, we've got the answers to feel, <laughs> right Right? You know? uh, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah we all have the happy pill but in ourselves
2: right? right yeah totally we've got to help other people find the happy pill in themselves
0: that's exactly it right yeah mm-hmm Yeah. We'll at least leave the world a better place. That's all we want.
2: Oh yeah.
0: Yeah. 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 For sure. (laughs) All righty. Well, thank you for joining us. I know we tried we
2: whatever. This is longer, but I love it. It's so good. Right. It's
1: just too good.
2: (laughs) Mm -hmm. It's just too amazing. Uh, I really appreciate the work you guys are doing. So thank you. Thank you. We appreciate the work you're doing. Same here.
1: Yes. Totally. And we'll talk soon. We'll talk soon for sure.
0: (laughs) Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. Check out our playlists on our website. We have
1: Zodiac Playlists at TeamAquarius.com.